0: Store owner Karen wants to speak with my manager, instantly regrets her decision. This happened about 13 years ago. I was a field service engineer for a national retail chain. Basically, I was the IT guy who drove around in a company vehicle servicing the computer's networks and other stores. The way the company was organized, there were corporate employees, and then there were retail employees. Being a corporate employee, I received corporate stock as a small part of my salary, and my starting pay was three times the rate of any store manager. Because I was always putting out fires, I often found myself in awkward positions of dealing with store managers who honestly thought that they were the store owners and that I was just the hired help. This was truly ironic as I actually did own a very small piece of the corporation where the average store manager did not. One day I got orders to replace a server in a store not too far from my house. I worked out of my house but kept parts in the truck and also the back room of another store nearby. So I show up to the store wherever the server needed to be replaced. It was my second stop of three scheduled for that day. I walk in the store wearing my very obvious corporate uniform and name tag with the logo. The store owner, a uh, retail manager, instantly demands to know what the hell I am doing in her store. I get this all the time. Nothing new. I calmly explain that my boss wants me to upgrade one of the store's servers hardware replacement. I even show her where it is that I will be working. I explain that it'll take about an hour and that the POS registers might go offline for about five minutes. She isn't happy, but she reluctantly allows me into the room where the server is and I start working. When I'm just about done, the POS registers go down as I am switching them to the new server, which is not fully hooked up yet. It was at this point when I realized I had forgotten to bring in a couple of cables that I need to finish hooking up the new server into the store network. So I run out of the truck to get the required cables. I'm gone about two minutes. When I get back, the store manager is sitting at a table in front of the server and she's got food spread out all over the table. The server is under the table and I tell the store manager that I need to finish hooking up the server. Gestures under the table. The store manager tells me I'll have to come back in an hour after her lunch break. I'm shocked in total silence. Then a cashier bursts into the room panicking that the registers aren't working and the checkout lines are starting to get backed up. I explain to the manager that I have to fix the server now or the registers will not work. The manager tells me I should have thought of that before I started working in her lunch break area. I calmly tell the store manager that she'll have to take her break later or find somewhere else to eat her lunch. She tells me that I'm rude and incompetent and demands to speak to my manager immediately. Okie dokie. I call up my manager using my corporate issue iPhone and quickly explain the situation and then walk into the server room to hand the iPhone to my store manager. While she's on the phone with my manager, I head out to the front of the store to explain and apologize that the registers are going to be down for a few more minutes. I can't hear exactly what the store manager is telling my manager. But I can tell that it's a heated conversation, and I clearly hear the word fired mentioned a few times. It's clear that the store owner, uh, I mean retail manager, wants me to be fired for daring to try to interrupt her lunch break. Unfortunately for her, my district supervisor was about five or six levels above the retail district manager. So that store manager was complaining loudly about interrupting my work, to the manager of her manager's 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 manager. A few minutes later, the store manager walks out of the room awkwardly balancing bits and pieces of her lunch spread. I immediately go back to work getting the new server up and running and rebooting the POS registers so that they will sync on the new server and cashiers can get back to work. Everyone is happy now except the store owner because her lunch break was ruined. The main part of my task is now done, but it does take me about 15 minutes to clean up my mess and reorganize my truck to get ready for the next stop, which will be about an hour drive away from my current location. As I'm doing this, I see the retail district manager, I've met her before, going into the store. She walks back out of the store with the former store manager who is carrying a box of her personal items bruh this story was fantastic i love when entitled people get owned by people that are in higher positions of power than they are because most of the time those people that put them in their place are usually chill nice people so it's always great to hear about someone getting owned by kindness you can't talk to paying customers like that fine consider your meal free now get the hell out of here this is not the story i wish it was based on the title and for that, I apologize. Running the drive through for fast food has its ups and downs. The ups are when we manage to find the humor in the stupidity, weirdness, quirkiness of others, and the downs are when we're treated like absolute garbage. I start off by saying a quote that my manager said. Dave Thompson, the founder of Wimpy's. Once a customer insults an employee of mine, they're no longer a customer. If this was an actual quote, I could truly say that this is the MC. But it lies truly in the factor that the customer I'm about to write about didn't pay for her food. I wouldn't let her. So Mumbles McGee comes in hot on the drive-thru, sputtering her seriously unintelligible garbage to the tune of, I need a burger with pickles and onions on mustard, not ketchup, and mustard and no mayo and chocolate shunk. This is exactly how she sounded. Except shunk really sounded like chunk the way she pronounced it. I tried to explain to her as she rattled this off that first, I need her to slow down, and second, I needed to know what burger. We have a two ounce and a four ounce burger. Third, it works better when customers say what they do want or what they don't want as a very distant second, but still doable. I once had a customer list 10 things they didn't want. It was probably Julia Stiles, a la 10 toppings I hate about you, RIP Heath Ledger. However, listing the things that you want combined with the things you don't, then unnecessarily repeating the unimportant information is just confusing. I decided to ask her, okay, do you want a Dave's single or a junior hamburger? And what toppings do you want? Mumbles continues, oh my God, I want a burger. I can't even say what she just said. And a chocolate chunk. I managed to get the toppings she wanted by some miracle. Then I asked about the chunk. To be clear, it sounded like chocolate chunk which is a cookie we have. We also have frotties, which is a shake, I guess. All this time, my shift supervisor is hovering around and my fellow employees are getting antsy knowing stuff is about to go down. Then it does. Are you stupid? Oh my God, A shrunk my shrunk. I swear she got less intelligible with each passing second. I almost called an ambulance, but I was too angry about being called stupid. I said, ma'am, I am doing what I can with what you're giving me. Please pull forward. Screech! I think it's hilarious how people call others stupid and are literally the dumbest and stupidest looking people I've ever seen. She didn't disappoint. Ratty hair, rosacea, late 50s, dumb look on her face that she's trying to look angry, but I ain't buying it. Look too forced. Frank Gallagher wouldn't give her the time of day. By the time I decided I'm going to tell her off, she pulls up and starts spitting at me while saying, where's the manager? I interrupt her by quoting my other manager. I remember they said, Ma'am, you can't go insulting our employees because we don't understand you. You need to shut up. My shift supervisor chimes in, OP, you can't be talking to paying customers like that. Enter malicious compliance. I since shut the window on her as she is still continuing to yell to the open air. While my shift supervisor knows that I'm mad, he decides to back down on this as I tell him how little I care about this terrible paying job. And I'll have two more like these by the time I get home. And that management needs to care for us. We just got done with an ordeal where a customer called one of our employees the R word and the management paid lip service to us but still apologized to the customer. What a two faced twat burger. I was so mad that I was willing to pay for her food so I could tell her off. That's what I did. I handed out her food, wouldn't let Samantha collect on it. Here, we don't want your greasy, dumb money. Get the hell out of here and don't come back without an apology letter. Predate, the ship supervisor knew exactly what this woman was ordering because she's done this BS before to other employees, evidently. I can't believe that they let her keep coming back. I'm taking a stand on this one, and I never paid for her food. I just let the terrible supervisor figure that out. She never paid, but I'll be damned if I'm actually going to pay for her. By the way, chocolate shrunk means chocolate frosty who knew there is an edit here a little background information on why how we do what we do i can tell you that answering Welcome to Wendy's. What can I get started for you? 590 times gets tiring. By the 300th time, I'm worn out, but still intelligible. I know how my our POS system works. And I know that if you start saying something like, yeah, I need three fours, four fours, a number six combo, etc. I will stop you dead in your tracks because I need to enter the size of the combos. I need to enter the drinks and make them as you say them. And thirdly, I need to know which four four. Junior bacon, crispy chicken, three McCheeses. If I don't enter the specific order, it throws off the kitchen. It just screws up the orders. It slows down our time, your experience, your freshness of food. Most people have figured out how to order it effectively. Like, Yeah, I need three crispy chicken, four for fours, all sprites and BBQ sauce for the nuggets. I'm sorry, scratch that, two sprites and a sunburst melon lemonade. Love that guy. We've tried the listening thing, and you ordering your regular burger with no vegetables just isn't on the menu. I could sit there and let you say everything you want to say, but guaranteed I'm going to just make you repeat most of it. If not, all of it again because of the order in which we've been trained to enter the combos, meals, drinks, nuggets, sauce, etc. And it's also about the sound system. Ours is pretty good, but the speakers project our voice rather thinly. Man, I've always went by the rule of you don't mess with people that make your food. And I will continue to live by that statement until the day I die. Customer accuses me of being a con artist and incompetent because he was $50 short. So this happened today, and it was just so wild and funny. I have to share it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? So for those of you who may not have seen the previous post, I work as a delivery driver for a building supply store. I've never had any issues with those I deliver to, because if something is wrong with their order, I just point out that I was just given the papers of what to deliver and where to go. Or I admit that I forgot something. They understand that and they direct their frustration at the staff who made the order wrong. Or if I forgot, they appreciate the effort of me arranging to get their missing items. Today was the first extremely irate customer I had to deal with. A guy ordered close to $3,000 worth of material. They were paying cash when I arrived. So our rule is that you get the cash first, then you give the materials. I get there and this guy looked rough. Either like he's been on something for years in his life or he still was. I go through the routine, asking him where he wants the stuff to be placed, etc. Then I ask him for the money. He starts counting off the bills, handing them to me faster than I can verify the amount. At one point, I noticed that he claimed that he handed me $400. I saw it was really $350, and I pointed that out and he claimed that it was all there. When I count the last amount, I noticed $50 was missing. Thinking maybe I miscounted to be safe, I recounted three times. Each time came up $50 short. Important to note, in order to safely count, I sat the money on a cooler which was not directly in sight of the customer, but he was watching the whole time. So I tell the customer who has a friend there that there's $50 missing. He claims that there shouldn't be because he had counted it beforehand. I told him that unfortunately I counted it three times and each time it was short. He starts getting angry, saying that it was correct and that he counted it all beforehand. I hand him the money, say that he can verify, so he counts and sure enough it comes up short. He starts saying that he doesn't understand. He counted everything. Then said, I don't know what kind of con job you're trying to pull. I told him I wasn't, just that $50 are short, and I can't leave any materials unless I get the full amount. He gets madder and madder by the second. He points to his friend and says that he was there when he counted, which the friend replies, I only got glimpses. And he suddenly says to me, so now you have two witnesses against me. I told him everyone is human, we all make mistakes, so maybe he miscounted. I pointed out how I noticed $50 missing when he handed me the 400 He didn't like that. His voice is getting higher and higher and accusing me of taking the money. He starts to swear saying I don't know how to count. Or I pocketed the money, just every kind of blame he could think of where it was my fault. Most of them involving me stealing from him or conning him. My voice started to raise too. I tell him if he's just gonna accuse me and say all this stuff, I'll take the order back and he won't get anything. He keeps yelling. So with the money still on the cooler where we counted it, I told him, all your money is there. You aren't getting your order. Send someone who has bleeping brains who knows how to count and is competent. I'm gonna call your boss and get you fired. At this point, I had it and I told him to go ahead and call my boss. This dude's attitude was terrible. So he yelled, I have a bleeping great attitude. I replied, you're throwing a tantrum like a five-year-old. So I got in my vehicle and drove off. As soon as I'm back, I informed the staff what happened. At that point, That's when the customer phones. While the worker is dealing with him, since my bosses weren't at the store, I call them and make them aware of the situation. They assured me that everything was fine, that I did the right thing. I wasn't worried about that. I just wanted them to be aware of the situation. So the worker got off the phone saying that they're sending one of the other drivers back so I wouldn't have to deal with it. I warned the driver that the customer was short on money, so be careful. The worker dealing with the call told me what he said. He was making it look like he was the victim, saying that I was accusing him that i wouldn't let him recount and i was the first one to start yelling my co-worker brought on several points that i mentioned about what he said and he said yeah i was a little rude i shouldn't have said that but this just ruined my day tell the driver i'm sorry i was just angry because i was being accused of not having all the money my co-worker pointed out that that kind of behavior is not tolerated towards drivers and i was following the rules for not giving an order when i haven't received full payment They told the customer that I am extremely competent and that I know how to do my job and that if they say it's short, they believe me. The worker tried to keep control of things and said, I'm just trying to meet you in the middle. We are all human, we all make mistakes. Maybe my driver miscounted, maybe you did. Maybe a bill fell on the floor. All the while, he was trying to make it seem like he was wrong. So my coworker comes back with the full amount and the order gone. He explained to me how $50 was still missing and that the customer had to go into his wallet for the missing amount. Then the customer went on for 10 minutes about how I was rude, how he doesn't understand why anyone would risk their job stealing $50 from a customer, and how he never wants to see me delivering to this place again. My coworker just told him, I'm just here to drop things off and get the money, man. I don't know what happened, what was said, anything like that. I don't know if he said it to the customer or if it was under his breath, but he said, and as for him not coming back to your place again, the feeling's mutual. Apparently, the customer said that he likes everyone at the store except me, and he expects them to make things right. So if I hear any more, I'll definitely do an update post. If you have never worked in customer service before, the one thing I will tell you is the biggest lie about customer service is the idea that the customer is always right. I'm not sure who invented that saying, but it must have been invented during an era where people had a lot of respect for each other, because nowadays... The customers that complain are mostly wrong. That's it for today's video. If you want to make sure you don't miss out on any content, hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit that bell to turn on notifications. If you want to finish listening to all those stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you're someone who live streams and needs copyright-free music, check out the Cream of the Crop music by searching Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you choose. Remember, it's free.